Chicago White Sox trade deadline outlook. This is Ryan Fickelstein, managing editor of Just Baseball. Got Jack McMullen, another one of our editors here. And we're going to start off the uh, uh, AL Central talking about your White Sox, which is my cue to just exit stage left. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, well, the Chicago White Sox need a couple of things. I think they could really use a left-handed bat. Gavin Sheets is sucking at bats out of this team. I think Gavin Sheets needs to be a Charlotte Knight at the moment. I think he needs to be optioned. Um, and I know that the White Sox fans really wanted Tyler Naquin, but Tyler Naquin ended up with the Mets uh, in that deal for a, a couple of Dominican Summer League guys. So Naquin was just a flyer. I feel like the White Sox could have pulled the trigger on a flyer sooner. But I think what the White Sox faithful are really hoping for is for the Giants to become sellers. I think they would heavily pursue Jock Peterson. That is a lefty bat that hammers right-handed pitching. They could use a corner outfielder. Jock Peterson's an all-star. I think that he would be the dream scenario for the White Sox. I think they need a left-handed corner outfield bat. Feels a lot like what they wanted with Michael Conforto before we found out that Conforto was hurt this offseason. Um, and then they need bullpen help. They do. I think they could use some starting pitcher help. Don't think they need to go get one of the blue chippers. Frankie Montas has been rumored to uh, be in communication with the White Sox. I would love that. Obviously, I would also like a reunion with Jose Quintana. Those are two former White Sox that we're talking about in Montas and Quintana. Quintana is going to be way more affordable, especially with the worst system in baseball like the White Sox have. So I think if you go get Jock Peterson and use the remnants of your system that you have left to go get Jose Quintana and then add an under-the-radar bullpen piece or two, I think you're set up for success, and I think you're set up to win a bad division. You know what's interesting about everything you just said there? The thing that that actually stuck in my brain more than anything else was Michael Conforto. Yeah. Because he's still out there. And, and like it's not that, you know, like, I don't know when he's going to be back. Boris says that he's still available. Contending teams are calling. I don't know if we buy any of that. But if this is a guy that can come back in the middle of August or something, is this the team that takes a flyer? And I'm like, I don't even know what that looks like. Is is Conforto just getting a one-year deal and you can play a little bit of baseball and you're a free agent? Or can a team actually maybe get a really nice deal here, sign to a two-year deal, and maybe get him next year as well? Because that's something that would be really interesting for the White Sox or really any team. If I see that the White Sox sign Michael Conforto to a, a two-year deal and it's prorated to – you know, 10 million next year and 2 million for the end of this year. I'm pretty happy. I'm a pretty happy camper to be totally honest because Conforto fits what the White Sox need so badly. If you were to make a carbon copy of Michael Conforto and slap another name on him, John Doe, I'd be happy if they signed John Doe. That's what the White Sox need so badly. They took a flyer on Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto looks like he's going to be a part of this team through the end of the season. I think that they could do it. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to grab somebody that's played 90 games in Major League Baseball this year because they kind of want somebody in rhythm to compete down the home stretch. I still think Conforto is an opportunity for the White Sox to improve next year during this offseason. Um, I don't think he's the guy this year. Um, I, I think if Peterson becomes available, they're going to be the first call. They're going to be the last call. And that's, that's a, a big move for them to make. My last question for you is, should they go the other direction? I'm just curious. Like, should you trade Jose? Right? Should you go the other direction? Or, or that can they not do that with the way they've been kind of trying to win the last couple of years? So I am a pessimist um, by nature, not just about the White Sox, not just about baseball. I'm just a pessimist in general. 
Um, and I was saying yes, but once I took a step back and I told myself to get over myself, I realized that playoff appearances are so precious. Yeah. And damn, do I want a home playoff series? Even if it's a wild card series, I want it so bad. Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner, wants it so bad. GM Rick Hahn wants it so bad. Everybody wants it so bad. And you have no idea what happens because we were talking about this team as a World Series contender during spring training. Yeah. That's the talent that's on this team if everybody's healthy. Just get them into the postseason and we'll see what happens. You're playing with house money if that's the case. I think they make small moves here and there. I think a successful trade deadline for the White Sox would be adding a Quintana-level starter, adding a good bullpen piece. I would love to see Daniel Bard in a White Sox uniform and adding a corner outfielder, whether it be you know a fourth outfielder or they swing for the fences. Don't get a guy to Bard's pedigree in the bullpen and go get Jock Peterson. Um, corner outfield, bullpen, and one starter, and I think this team's cooking with gas. We'll see if they can pull that off at this deadline. That's our outlook on the White Sox. We got 30 outlooks for 30 teams. Follow our YouTube at State of the Division, our podcast feed at State of the Division, and all three-day write-ups at JustBaseball.com.